adversity, bring it. The struggle, we welcome it. Snooze on life, never that. We are Dave Regina and Mike Perella, and this is the No Snooze Podcast. Come on. Welcome back to Epi 19 of the No Snooze Podcast. A lot to talk about on this one. We had a fiery debate yesterday. Yes. Uh, and we're looking forward to do round two, but live. Uh, Claudio got nervous and he just went quiet, but then he hit us with some very in-depth, you know, life-changing advice. So I was very impressed, Claudio, right. about that. No, We'll I, dive I, into that. Good stuff. I'm happy to be back. Epi 19. It's another one, Mikey. It's another one. Yeah. Um, we're, we're just ripping these out and we're getting better every week. Uh, yep. I picked up some pods, you know, Dave's got his earbuds. We're, we're making it easier for Claudio. We're now on zoom, right. which we'll see how this goes, but we're, we're just, we're pivoting left and right. We're flowing, you know, nothing's getting in our way. Although there is a lot of stuff getting in our way, but it's momentum. That, that, that's yes. the key right now. Yeah. Mike, speaking of momentum, pod bod update. You've had a big change mentally and now physically. Tell us what's going on. So yesterday, we're going to get into this. I don't think I explained it correctly. So my update, and we're going to go more in depth, is that I saw the vision and I put all the pieces together in my head of how to go get it. And all of the lead up to this has prepared me to get there. So this from, I don't know, what day did I post mark the date? I think it was 423. Yeah. So Wednesday, was that Wednesday or Thursday? Something like that. I didn't mark the date, obviously, but so Wednesday, uh, started to kick it up again, 500 pushups a day, uh, got them in the first two days, uh, changed the whole outlook, which we'll go into depth, but I am back on track. Uh, and I'll explain what the big change was. And I think yesterday I called an epiphany, but it's more of a, uh, uh, I don't know what the word is. It's a vision. It's a routine. It's a, it's a, a, uh, a new approach because I think I made a lot of mistakes when I failed because I do believe in failure when I failed the first time making a run at it. But how are you doing? Because yesterday we argued about consistency. So I'm sure you're going to tell us you're crushing it and all that stuff. See, <laughs> well, I'm where, you already. No, that, that, already. That's where, that's where it's good. That's where it's funny. So I, I'm, I'm happy to have you back. I have to acknowledge though, that the last episode, I just uh, listened to it before in the shower. Um, it, they was shower. Yeah, I, I prop us up and I hear us. Uh, but you were saying like how, you know, the, the pod bot isn't the focus, blah, blah, blah. So now you're back. I'm happy to have you back. My update, I, I, I'm still remaining consistent. But um, I, I spoke about, I think, two or three episodes before. On the Peloton, I love it because it's so measurable. Right? And we'll get into the whole measurable piece. But I'm currently up to 590 miles in 30 days. Um, and that okay. equated I like to- it. That equated to 30,225 calories or something like that. Um, so I love being able to see exactly, you know, where I'm at, where I'm going. But later on, I'll, I'll break that down as we get into the, the All right. Then I'll hold my questions because I have a couple of follow-ups of like how yeah. you're taking that data and then measuring against either body type or, right. you know, fitness level of some sort. How yeah. you're calibrating but, it. You know so what I, I mean? I, th- I think we will, we will definitely get there. Um, but you let's get into a little prego go ahead what do you got yes definitely hop into the prego uh we'll get into it on the 
after, but I saw that you did a thousand push-ups yesterday. I did, didn't go unnoticed. And oh. listen, I'm not, I'm not playing into the game this time. I see no, what wait. you're doing. So you're no, trying no. to blow a shoulder out. So the, I, you're is, trying to blow my shoulder out again. There is I'm no smarter. game. I just don't believe in your consistency. You until and you. That's, and that's what I need. You don't understand that. That's what I like the chip on the shoulder. I like being the underdog. I talk a lot of bleep that out. I was going to yep. say it, but this is family friendly. As so that both, I put myself on my do. back against the wall so that I can find my way out. So I like this. This Good. is your, your, you're fanning the flames. And I think it's intentional. I yes. think I, you're miyaging me. A hundred, a hundred percent intentional. Um, but when you miyagi me, I come back and miyagi you, which I think a lot of people back down to you. But I don't back well, down. But I'm not intimidated. Because I'll come through that screen and I'll it, put you in a headlock. It adds to my fuel. You're just now a piece of my fuel in the tank. Uh, so it's continuing to elevate me. But enough of us real quick. I see your, your chunky face on your shirt. If you're not on YouTube, you should go check it out. It's, I'm actually going to start wearing that shirt on Mondays. I did it last week. Yes. I'm going to do Mike Mondays. I think that's going to be a thing. I love it. I'm also going to add a section in and it's going to say, Mike said that was easy. Every time I do like something, something hard, That's Mike good. comes back at me, says, yeah, yeah, man, it's too easy. But anyway, Dana, Golden. you guys are like 31 weeks now. Um, what, no how's, she, how's she doing? Uh, she's doing great. The big thing that we knocked off the list that gave me the momentum, the little win, but it was a big win, was the nursery's done. Put together every piece of furniture in that room. Beautiful. Dana helped with the painting. She did a lot of the painting. And, you know, the fact that we knocked that big thing that was creating chaos in the rest of the house yep. has overflowed into more uh, organization, which is huge. So mm -hmm. she and she's very uh, she's less stressed about the whole situation because we have, God forbid, something happen early, ready to go. Nice. What about you guys? I, I saw the picture and we were going to post the nursery. Not after you posted it. It's like following up HGTV with like <laughs> a home project. <laughs> No, man, I, I thought what we were doing back and forth was pretty funny because you're in there busting your, your, your behind, sanding, sanding, sanding. I put up the video of my wife painting with me being the architect, babe, a little to the left, a little to the right. Then we posted the, the finished product. Uh, but you, you, your stuff is beautiful, too. Um, we, we both, you know, create a um, it, it's a stress reliever when you finish a nice project like that. The momentum obviously builds into other aspects of the life. Uh, but we're doing well um, also, and, you know, it's 32 weeks now. Today would have been, you see the button down on, today would have been my wife's baby shower, right? We're hoping to do something in, um, you know, in June now, right before the baby comes. Uh, but we actually had two weddings canceled, uh, the baby shower obviously canceled. So she had all these, like, nice maternity outfits, and she hasn't been able to wear anything. So we did a nice little thing yesterday. Uh, we got her all dressed up, did like a runway. We had a lot of fun with it. Uh, so, so it was a nice, uh, nice little prego moment. And, you know, we just got some good laughs. And, and that was that, man. Nice. Yeah, I think you have to make the best out of all these situations because, like you always say, everyone has it worse. A lot of people have it way worse. Right. So if the worst thing that happens to you in this time period is that you miss out on a party, which is a, a luxury. You, you right. know, obviously it's easier said because it's not, well, it is. You guys are doing Jack and Jill, right? Um, no, not really. Like, kind of. You kind know, of. Kind, yeah, kind I mean, of, it turns out that way anyway. Yeah, everyone, exactly. So, right, like right. us too, we were there was gonna be something with the guys and all that. Yeah. But it's hard when it, you're the person who's missing out on that because then you think yeah. like how much fun you would have had. But 
it's always you know you always could do it at the at the uh, other end of this. Right. Yeah. Um, I was okay. never a big party guy for myself, although I used to do the twenty. You know, every birthday. Yeah. You know, I don't really miss like if we don't. We're probably not going to celebrate my birthday this year because my thirtieth because uh, the baby hopefully will be arriving. I'm sure. And I'm we'll, not too I'm worried sure we'll about do a dual it. thing. Maybe I hope so. I kind of hope it's on my birthday, so then it's not about me anymore. Because <laughs> I've had a, we know we've had a lot of fun on birthdays. Yes. So it's like I'm. I want to retire from that segment. And then watch, on July 3rd, we're going to record something and be like, I can't wait. I love my birthday. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Um, all right, man. Let's get into no snooze recce's, right? I, okay. I, can, um, I guess I'll, I'll start us off there. But this was something that I had recommended for, for us as well. But our two boys linked together, Ed Milet, Gary V. They put on a podcast. Um, they put it out like the other day. It's called Built for the Grind, <coughs> Gary V. And it's on Ed Milet's show. Um, it absolute gold, Mike. I'm telling you, the yeah. the um the nuggets or the nuggies that you can take away from there are incredible. For me, yeah, I it watched was, it. It was very good. It, it, it was amazing, right? But, but like for me, I, I think um, they did a really good job at showing how you could be really selfish, but still be selfless at the same time, which is a major mm -hmm. lesson. And it's we see that every day with what we're doing. Um, the, the most interesting part, I believe was Gary V and if you, you watched it too, so don't, I don't want to say it, but his forecast for like the future of where entrepreneurs and like marketers right now should be focusing their energy. That is the gold of the epi. So if you haven't checked it out, I really advise you to do it because you know, it's just, it's really good content all the way around. Yeah. He's been, uh, he's been kind of preaching that for a while mm -hmm. and when you when we started this that was a big factor in keeping them the journey going because i we know that that's i don't want to give it away right but that's where everything is Go going list. yep yeah. uh, what do you got for us man so a part of the puzzle piece to get back into the fitness i think so i always look back and i'm like what made me successful when i used to get in shape in different scenarios so one time i got in shape and it was just like super athletic shape in college, which is easier, obviously, because you're in a different mindset. There's less responsibilities. Right. And then there was the wedding uh, um, shape, which was basically, I call it skinny fat and no offense to people who do this, but wasn't working out, just pure diet. Uh, just basically saying, listen, if 70% is diet, 80%, whatever it is, I'm not wasting my time in the 20. I'm just going to you know, do this diet yep. and get to the point. And I, I mean, I was being healthy. I wasn't being crazy, but it, it created this uh, not, it wasn't ideal. Like I didn't, I wasn't really strong. So now I'm doing a combination of the two and not doing too extreme in either and upping the intake as far as foods, but just making it cleaner and better foods. Uh, and the guy that I've been leaning into, which convenience is a big thing for me and diet and making sure I don't stray is this guy, he's called the Diet Chef, Joe Duff. He does a lot of microwavable hacks. So he's got a two-minute keto bread, wow. which I'm not keto, I'm not no carb, I'm a combination because I wanna make sure that if I'm going after this push-up uh, goal, you know, and trying to, yes, catching it would be fun, and that's, I'm not gonna stop on that, but if I continue the push-ups and I get to my 1,000 a day, you know, for a month. I don't know what that'll spring into, but if I, if I get there, 
I want to make sure that I'm in a good shape and it's not just like I'm burning out to get there and then I end and then the momentum stops. Right. So eating the right foods on the way and the habits, I'll admit, and this is an excuse, the diet has been very tough being home and shopping. I talked to Claudio before we started. Shopping was never a, a, a plus of mine. I was never a good shopper. I used to go a lot because I was always out and about. So I just stop in, get some meals. Mm-hmm. Now being forced to plan it has been a complete change. And on top of that, not letting Dana go to the store and doing it all myself and shopping for both of us, I have to write everything down because everything's one way. So if you watch these videos, you get your list of ingredients you need and all these meals. Yep. Then when you get, you know, you go to the store, you get them all. Then when you get home, you're able to execute because instead of taking four hours to make cauliflower rice, you're microwaving a keto bread or whatever it is, and you're just keeping the momentum rolling. So that's my long-winded Joe Duff, the diet chef, big fan. Seems like a great guy. That's Hopefully awesome. he hears this. No, I, I got to check him out too because it's, it's always uh, good to be as efficient. Go ahead, finish us. Finish. Effective and convenient. That's right. What yeah. did I say the other day? I said convenient, effective, efficient. Yeah, so, something. But the... I might be dyslexic. <laughs> like I write everything upside down. Did we talk about this ever on the pod? No. A, do, uh, a teacher of mine once went to my mom. It was like, I've never seen anyone write as weird as your son does. Like I do sixes. Um, I do them like this. Like uh, I don't do the loop. Yeah. Or I do it like that. So see, oh, I, I stop you. and I go back up. Right, so everyone, right. like every time I, and I do stuff from the bottom up. So I don't know. Something's wrong. So I'm just going with it. <laughs> so should we, this will lead us right into, I guess, the, the battle, the debate. The the ongoing um, PD's fired up too. He's fired up. The uh, did you hear that? The hype beast behind us. Uh, but so so Mike is now snapping back into his fitness game, and he's got the the pieces to his puzzle, and he's going to elaborate on that. But like he he, you constantly are calling me to um, I guess put something out that's that's measurable, right? You, you, you've been saying that, um, and, and that's where I get confused because my whole life is measured, right? I'm intentional about doing things that not everyone else is doing on a consistent basis for an extended period of time, right? Yeah. So my, my long-term goal is being better in like every aspect of my life, like we always talk about, and not that I do it at this like extremely high level, but for me, my, my routine is everything. Without my consistency, that's not easy, right? I, t- I have to challenge myself every day to like mentally get in the zone from pretty much the second that I open my eyes. Now, when you guys tell me step out of my lane, I already do that every day in, in my opinion. But I'm, but I'm also self-aware, right? Like at this point in my life, the three major pillars, and I think it's the same for you, is like family, business, fitness, like that's where we're, you know, kind of, kind of evolving around. Obviously the family ties into our relationship piece. Um, but I'll make the argument that it's 10 times harder and easy, uh, 10 times, 10 times harder to get comfortable being uncomfortable in things that you're already like good at and successful at, we'll say versus being uncomfortable at, at like new things. I got it. I know what you're saying. And my, our, we're both very competitive, right? Yes. In different aspects, different ways. 
we both are very prideful because we know we both have worked very hard to get where we are. Right. And, you know, when we both talk junk to each other, we get passionate because that's yep. how we are. Mm -hmm. And we look back saying, oh, is he challenging my credibility of what I've achieved and calling me like I'm not doing anything hard? I get that. I understand what you're saying. My whole thing was if you don't put out a goal that you're going to go try to prove you can go get for the branding of no snooze, it's not as easy to prove it to people because you are what CD calls you the terminator. I'm not going to give you that much credit just because I know that motivates you. <laughs> you like when I talk a little bit, but to prove and show people is like setting up this new goal. And yeah, listen, you're crushing pushups. I'm going to give you that a thousand a day, 2,400 a day. You've done some impressive stuff. I, on the other hand, and I'm not saying this is good or bad because I wasn't as consistent in the past. I was starting from zero. Right. And I'm trying to get to that thousand mark. So that is something that there's doubt. There's all these things in your head that we're showing you got to push through. And I failed the first time, you know, I've been pretty raw about it. Uh, I'm okay with failing. I like for me, putting these goals out there is what motivates me. Obviously I want to be great in all areas of my life. And I, that's a great way to do it. And you are super consistent for me. Fitness was never, it was in the pillars, but to build up other pillars, I had to knock them down so I could spend all my time, which is a cop-out answer, but it's true. I mean, seven days a week for a long time at, at a high level and try and not making any money to start. And I know you had a very, uh, you know, rough start as well, but I'm just, I'm not saying I had a hard upbringing. I'm just saying when I, I get obsessed with certain things and it's hard as much ADD I, as I am to go prove that I can go make it. It took me, you know, three years to even get rolling in that aspect. Mm. And I tried to do the workout stuff, but it wasn't a priority. Now the big change, which I didn't explain it correctly, is I'm realizing that lifestyle design is everything. If you're doing your business the correct way, naturally it's going to benefit, and you say the same thing, but benefit your home life and your family, which in, in addition should benefit the fitness because you're designing everything to complement each other, right? So, like, well, yeah. So we agree on that. I just, I just believe that it's completely different in terms of the angle that you just took. You took the business as like your main pillar, whereas yeah. I'm, I, I guess it's fitness, but it's mental for me. For me, if I am not attacking my day as soon as I wake up, I can't even be as successful as possible in business, right? So, so, that's, so I'm starting on the other side because if I'm not attacking my day and all yes. the stuff I gotta do, the hardest things in my day, which usually are business, and say what you will, 5 a.m. you can get a lot done if you go right to the office. Of course. Which that was a portion where the, the workout fell off. But I realize, and it's a different mindset because it's not consistency in the inflow of business. There are certain times of the year where I got to take advantage of it. I'm making 80% of my income in two months. So I'm like, you know what? I can get back. In, yes, it would be great if I can continue through it. I just didn't know how to figure it out yet. And I still don't at that level with this whole pandemic hitting. Now I have this extra time at this time of year, which I wouldn't have had. And it's not great. Like I'm not pumped about it, but if I'm not going to be pushed to the max for another thing, then let me try to establish this habit that I've been trying to and get that going well enough where once that hits again, that wave at some point, I'm able to roll with it. But I, I, I still haven't figured it out. But right. for me, business is A. 
and I know you're saying for you, fitness is a mindset. Well, I wouldn't, I wouldn't call it fitness. I would call it mental toughness is my, my way that I apply it to fitness first thing in the morning that then translates to business, to my relationships. So it's the mental piece for me, I believe that is that core, I guess, pillar per se that, that leads everything else. But so I will also, so I'm saying my, but I'm saying my mental also in that area is bulletproof. You know, I get, you know what I mean? No. And this isn't, I'm, let me preface this. I'm not taking anything away from you. When I say any of this, I'm saying for me hearing no 95% of the time, if not more 99% of the time every day. And you know, is not easy to do. And I'm not saying that you don't do anything that's hard. I'm just saying there is a whole crazy mindset you need to be a real estate agent. Of course. And of course. so the, that's what, that's all I would say. Right. But so when you, when you say like for the brand, for no snooze, I should have been more elaborate on my process of the whole 20 miles a day. The push-up thing, Mike, that I will, I'll do that easily. It's not about the push-up thing, right? I just now add that in to, to make you get a little giggle out of it. But unbeknownst to everybody else, there was a whole process involved in the cycling game, right? And I had ordered the bike when the whole pandemic became like a reality. But I sat down, I did my research on people's stats. I know that my average in the class that I was taking was 12 to 14 miles a day, right? So then I was like, wow, you know what? For me to stretch it out to 20 is really me elevating my game. I guess I should have explained it that way. But for me, it's, it's automatic, right? So I'm calculated in every single thing that I do. Whereas it seems like you get these, these te this temporary satisfaction out of these short burst goals, like you're talking about the 30 days, like that's gonna elevate you, right? But whereas like I set something in my head and then the satisfaction, it, it doesn't happen. It, it really doesn't happen. And I have to maintain it for an extended period of time. Right. I'll share this, too, because it's a good time to talk about it. I'll do one in my relationship. Ten years ago. Right. I committed every single day that I wake up in the morning before my wife, specifically on work day. So you're talking like Monday to Friday to send her a text message. I have done that, Mike, every single day for 10 years. And it's not anything crazy and not that I'm the best husband in the world, but it's a simple message. And when I look back on it, it, it is a little impressive. Now, I continue to do that, even though we're in this pandemic. But I also committed to making her a latte. You know how my lattes are absolute fire. So I make They're her a latte good. every morning before she even gets, gets out of bed. So like she gets that, that small feeling of, I guess, appreciation, right? And then I thrive off of her being happy. And then that stacks my confidence because I'm just adding like new layers to my, to my game. So I should have been, and you're right, I should have explained it more that way. But for, for you to say that, like, oh, yeah, put something measurable, blah, blah, blah. My whole life is measurable. Yes, but you're still not. You, you just explained it. If you said, I'm going after 20 miles a day, and that's my goal for this long, yeah, then the argument's over. But you got super defensive, and you started, like, saying, I'm, I'm doing it every day. I don't care. I'm doing it every day. We can play the tape back. We recorded it. I'm not. So I'm not good at, and I find it, and I've said this before. I've said I'm not either. I'm very stubborn. Let me, I am just as stubborn. If you may be more, I don't know. We'll see. Oh, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure. bad too. But, I'm but very stubborn. I, um, I, I'm talking so much. I need water too. Yeah. I'd see. I got, I knew this was going to be a big debate. Look how much yeah, you right? drank already. But, but like, I, I'm not the best with explaining things. And that's where like, when I talked about the, the whole therapy piece, 
Like that has really elevated my game there in terms of being able to, um, oh my God, Mike, I'm getting a Charlie horse. Woo-hoo. Yeah, that's, Woo-hoo. No. My chest feels great. I've, I haven't showered after oh, the workout. The horse I have, leg, man. Oh my goodness. Um, I have enough icy hot on me to start like, a, I could just go like this and it put it back in the tube. There's so much on yeah. me. <laughs> but well, hold on, wait, before I, before I get this Charlie horse, um, I was talking about the therapy piece, right? Like I'm not very yeah. good at explaining myself. So I, I get frustrated when people don't understand my thought process, but it's very clear that I am a little, and I, I don't know if this is a good thing. Like I wouldn't want my kids to have this type of mindset, right? Because sometimes it does more damage in a way that pushes me to like a new level. Like yeah. the conversation we had yesterday inspired me so much. Like, yeah, I was, you know, you can call it sensitive, defensive, whatever. I'm all of that. I'm all A, B, C, and D of that. But what that did didn't make me go to my bed and go to sleep. It made me get on that bike and work even harder. It made me actually even come up with a new innovative thing for business. Like in business, the same thing, Mike. I'm in charge of our revenue goals. So I committed every year, and this, this stems back now five or six years ago when I stepped foot in the position that I'm in, to exceed, and I openly said this, exceed every single year before in terms of revenue for the town, right? Very hard to do, but it's calculated. And I do these smart techniques in my head. But you're proving my point because yesterday we argued and you said, I don't have to do anything additional. I don't need measurable stuff. I do it every day. No. You're telling me measurable stuff that we were asking for you to share. But so now that we're going to get into an episode about talking about, like now I'm able to, to you know, yeah. reflect on it. And because it was very easy. I don't even have to, to think twice about it. But now when mm-hmm. I was like, you know what, let me, let me talk about something like that. Now it makes sense. But also you talk about failure. I like yeah. to say fall, like we say, but like yeah. there's days, and, and this should be very clear to people. There's days that I don't hit my goal of 20 miles. And yeah. there's days that like, I can't send my wife a text. And look at this year when it comes to like the whole pandemic, probably not going to hit the revenue goal, Mike, you know, but you that fall only adds to my fuel. Yes, which is fine. I just use a different word. It's the same mindset. It's and- what? It's the same mindset. I just use the word fail because when I fail, I keep going. It's not like I failed and then I stopped. And I would argue that I also, yes, I get these pushes of, you can call them inspiration, drive, whatever you want, but to do motivation, you get motivation, whatever it is. But, but seven years working seven days a week is not a push of inspiration. There are pushes of inspiration, which is within you are, are I would say, super calculated in lifestyle lifestyle design sacrifice yeah knowing that when a baby comes i have to adjust my whole mindset yep. and been doing it been doing it selling shoelaces since high school lemonade since i was little knowing that business was the move i've been consistent with that of course and failed at million things million businesses i did a mlm got to like senior whatever did it well ran bus company i'm not arguing with what we've achieved i'm just saying don't shortchange me because it's not physical and you can't see the drive i get frustrated like you and i've been thinking about this a lot since yesterday i get frustrated like you because people don't see our vision people don't see the hard work you put in behind closed doors all you can do is show them and even if you show them they don't believe it and they give excuses for why you're able to do it right yeah no like for you right i'm okay. sure people talk like oh what's he taking 
this and that. And then with me, they're probably like, oh, he's from Greenwich. It's, it's not that hard. He's got the relationships. It's, it's great. Right. You can, do, you can yeah. do whatever, but you still have to go do it. That's okay. what gets you. I, fig- I think I figured it out. That's why you get so fired up, and that's why I do, because we do a lot of the stuff behind closed doors. Yes, now we're talking about it, right. but you st- it's very hard to prove oh, what we're doing. So when I was yeah. talking to, to my wife about it, and to, you're, you're spot on, because to us, it's almost like a second nature thing, right? <laughs> Mike's fist pumping in the background. Um, They're going to be able to see it, right? Because like, we're doing the dual recording. Like a, um, it's second nature. But now we kind of do have that obligation to speak through these things and show how we're doing it. Versus me yeah. taking the comp out like I took yesterday, being like, I don't really have to explain myself, blah, 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 because I want it to already be something that you know. You may not know, you know exactly how I came to it, but now it, we chose to get on a podcast and talk about our lives and talk about yeah. improving and talk about giving people you know, strategies to, to pivot and adapt and you know, to, to motivate people to hopefully inspire somebody through our personal experiences. The advice thing, I, I'm really not gonna give you advice, you know, but I want people to take our approach. And for me, it's, it's my, my core in the morning is my fundamentals, you know, and, and yep. that is the pillar to, to how I operate. But I wanna, I wanna ask you so, something, and I think you said you agreed with me, but do you believe that it is so much harder, especially at this, this stage in my life, right, in, in your life, it's so much harder to continue to elevate in things that you're good at, right? Like you're an uh, amazing agent. Now say you, what, hold on, wait, let me, let me go ahead. Go ahead. Let me hear this. Like you make a hundred thousand dollars this year in, in real estate, right? I'm just throwing a number out there to keep it easy. Say you can't talk finances. What? Can't talk finances. No, no, no. I'm just saying, say you make a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. And the next year said, Mike, go make $200,000. Like that's real uncomfortable. Versus me telling you, yo, Mike, step out of your lane and now go take a yoga class for 30 days or go do push-ups for 500. Uh, go, go do 500 push-ups a day for 30 days. To me, at this point in my life, I need to continue to elevate that, the, the tracks that I'm good at. That's the self-awareness piece. So I'm curious to know, do you agree with, with uh, um, that it's harder to, be, to, to find an uncomfortable way to continue to move forward in things you're already good at versus taking on new things? I think, so I, I just want to understand the question before I answer it. So you're saying that it's harder if, say, you're great at fitness to do something in the fitness lane and get uncomfortable? Yes. See, I, then I think that you're not setting a crazy enough or high enough goal. So, no, no, no. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Take, 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 to take. get uncomfortable is what you're saying, right? So I believe that, well, let's go, let's go to a, a financial piece. No, I, yeah, let's stay on this topic, though. I'm, but if you have $100,000 as a salary. Yeah, yep. Right, and you have to now get to two hundred thousand dollars <throat> in one year. That's much harder yep. because you're already at a high level of a hundred thousand dollars. Now you have to get to the next level of two hundred thousand dollars versus jumping into a new track of something to go try a yoga class for thirty days or do a thousand push-ups for thirty days. That's my point. You like look at Michael Jordan, dude. He tried new things. He tried to play baseball. Tried this. He continued to be great because he elevated himself at what he was already good at. Yeah. So what? I don't get what we're we're debating here. I uh, what? Satisfaction off of me stepping out of my lane when you say no. So the reason let me. So the reason I did that was to tell you that I was I get defensive because I'm putting myself out there and putting a big goal, and 
getting for it. So my defense is like, all right, you do something out of your lane because it push fitness at this moment in my life is not in my lane. And that it's, I'm making it my lane now, but it was not in my lane. And I'm like, I want to add it. It's great for the brand in my head. I'm thinking big picture because that's what I like to do. You know, once the, the clothing line comes out, I can't look sloppy. Uh, you know, one, once the suits start flowing, I can't be sloppy in my suit. There was all these other things, health for when the baby comes, that kind of compounded, and I want to make it my lane. But the way I was arguing with you was like, if you're going to come at me for doing something outside of my lane, you got to do the same thing. But how because, is that you know, So, and that, that's the point. I believe, okay. because I already said that, like, and now I spoke about it. So I hope you, you see how I got to the 20 miles. Like, that's hard because I was already taking a class and my, my um, measurements were 12 to 14 miles in that class. Oh, so you're saying it's harder to do something within your lane just like in and real elevate it. Right. Got it. No, I, I think it's, I, yeah, sure. But I'm doing, I'm also, my goal was five commercial deals this year. This happened, the whole commercial, everything commercial I worked on is gone. Right. Absolutely. In one day, of right? Course. I'm not stopping. Of I'm still course. trying to get to the level. I still committed to CoStar LoopNet, which is crazy amount of money a month. And I didn't stop. I'm just pushing forward in a different way. So right. what did I start doing? I adjusted. I said, all right, I need to start putting out more content so that I can get more traction whenever this stops. If it's in September, then I need to crush five deals by the end of September. And I am so uncomfortable because it's a whole new industry. It's yes, there's translatable stuff. I've done deals in it, but now I'm going from a, not a big fish, but a fish in the pond that's holding his own to one of the most competitive markets in the world, probably. Yep. as a super little fish. So I would argue that, yeah, you in your lane, you could really get uncomfortable. And I'm pushing you like you push me to not settle that just say, well, I'm crushing it, which you are. I'm not taking anything away from your daily. We can go step by step what you achieve. I'm just saying you could always be more. And your boy, Ed Milet, says it more than anyone, right? Yep. That was my whole point. Was but of course, but I'm, I'm doing that. I am doing that. I believe. I believe in business. I'm doing that. I believe in my relationship. Just I gave you three different ways that I do. All it. right. I, so we're there, right? And the argument was, give me something measurable, which you're doing now, which is good. I, so we're we're making progress as a couple. I think we're doing well here. I think our uh, guy Claudio is facilitating, but we're hearing each other finally. The problem we get into is we get defensive. Because we do work so hard, and we do we're it in different soft, ways. Huh? Together, huh? We're, together, we're very soft, huh? We lo see, we do that too to each other. We try to like poke because that's how we we grew up with, you know, right. brothers, sisters, oh, oh. and you talk back and forth. Yeah. Claudio is sharing something. I have a challenge for you both. You outside of the comfort area, edit these videos. Haha, <laughs> I can do it. See, that's, but so that is not the the. It gets me into trouble. Because I think I can do everything. Yep. I tried to sand that thing. Didn't do it great. But now yep. I have a sander. And next time we have something to sand, I'm going to crush it. That right. mindset is I would add it to what you think. But it's right. a different style. So I'm glad, he, I'm glad he said that piece. Because like I just said, right? I find – so Mike and I are meticulous about who we wanted to partner with here, right? Like that's your expertise. So my point and my focus right now, especially adding another layer with – with our daughters into it. I don't want to edit videos. Like I want to continue to, yeah. to elevate in the pillars of my life that are all going to align with one another. 
me editing videos, cool challenge, what am I doing it for? That's your here's my no, Here's my argument, right? If so, now think about if I did do it, how would that benefit me? And mm -hmm. how could I make it and rationalize to myself that it's worth my time, right? right? So in theory, if you knew how to edit videos and you said, I'm not saying you should do this. I'm just saying theoretical. This is mm -hmm. how I think. Yep. Then you could crush content that is complementary to what CV is doing and what we're going to make in the future. Will you ever be like the top photo or uh, video content editor in the world? Probably not yep. if that you're not passionate about, but will it probably benefit you in so, the future? Probably. Well, that, and that's, that's how I think. But that's your thought process to me. Yeah. I believe in, in a team because if, if I am saying that I can now do all this stuff, Honestly, I can go on a podcast and create my own and talk by myself. I can go on a podcast, create my own, talk by myself, and then edit my own videos. What do I yeah. really, you know, this is my thought process now. Would it be the best podcast in the world? No, but I'm trying to build something that is, I take experts of every single aspect in life, put us all together to become like an empire type style versus yeah. me doing everything on my own. I don't need to do that. Look at, um, yeah. Yeah. I would like, and I don't want to talk about, uh, you know, people's politics per se, but Cuomo, right? Governor of New York, I think as a leader right now, he's, he's taking a stand. He's making decisions. Um, he, he's, he's staying away from questions. When they come his way, he looks to his left, he looks to his right, and he, he goes to the experts. Like, he needs to be focused on keeping New York safe, like he says. Like, that's his, that's his, his goal right now. So if that's his goal, yeah. he's not going to answer questions about when this is going to um, you know, what, what's going to be the, the vaccine? What's going to be this? He says, doc, expert. And then he allows the team, really good leaders. And this is what I find, you know, through the work that I do, really good leaders, they put people in play who they believe in, but then they allow them to do their job at a high level. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I totally get it. And I think you bring up a good point of our different mindsets in that way. So when you say empire, in my head, what I envision, and I've talked about it with the t-shirt stuff, trying to streamline everything. Yep. I got to a point in my career where I saw the writing on the wall and said to myself, I honestly don't like depending on people, you know, below me, because usually I end up doing all the work for, and this is in the real estate world, yep. right? Yep. So I like understand. when I send something out or I'm waiting on people, it's for, for lifestyle design stress. I don't like taking on other stress from outside forces that I can't control. And this is, might be a downfall, but my thought is, listen, I don't need to be the biggest agent in the world. I need to get so refined in my market and dominate that I build a lifestyle where I have work-life balance or work-life uh, lifestyle I like yeah. and love and flexibility to be able to pivot quickly. So because I know all the videos, recording, editing, some audio clips, Anchor, I've learned all this stuff, uh, you know, Sketchbook Pro, I'm able to survive in this market so far because I don't have to call into my office and say, hey, can you do this for me? I just go do it, which, right. yes, I'm never going to be as big as a Ryan Serhan in that style or a, an agent, but that was a big change in my mindset that I realized once I didn't take the financial goal that I had of being like the, you know, I want to be like all this big goal, yep. frothy stuff, which is still there, but it's in a different form. Instead of that, it's the cash flow, it's the freedom 
of building this lifestyle out where I could do a deal and do it by, you know, the one man show can get a deal done, mm-hmm. but also be at my daughter's t-ball game and coach. So it's, it's this different, like, and I think you have a similar mindset in that form, but the building an empire, managing people is not what I want to do because mm-hmm. managing people in, for me, I don't enjoy it. I don't like managing people because in the past I wasn't very good at it and it just didn't work out. Partnering with people. I love, I love grabbing people like, and I think that's what you're saying too, but yeah. you're a very good management type as well. So you have the combo, which is why we're good compliments, but partnering with someone and letting them shine in their Avenue, you know, for example, you know, Claudio, you, uh, shoreline video. I love people that are experts in their areas and working with them and collaborating. Right. I would consider myself a marketing branding sales type guy, but more on the marketing branding side. Mm-hmm. And that's my approach to everything. I love that stuff. Yeah. I love partnering sponsorships. I love the, just the creativity, the deals, all that stuff. So yes, I know what you're saying and I agree with it, but my end goal and the big visions I have, I say it now and I think I say it pretty clear, but people kind of just skim over and they go, oh yeah, okay. Because they hear it from everyone. But everything I do is towards that. Yep. And now knowing that I need to get into some cre- incredible shape so that I help the brand and don't let you guys down is what now was missing piece. The 5 a.m., which I give you credit for. I did it in high school when I was playing football, but didn't, I, you know, 4.30, didn't sustain it. Now, because I was forced to, because I was physically embarrassed, because I, I don't want to okay. fail at stuff, I got up at 5 a.m. and now it's pretty easy. Yeah, yes, yeah. I miss a day occasionally because right. there's outside forces. Okay, absolutely. But it's, it's adding, I'm not, I am not, I've been failing my whole life at stuff publicly because I put myself in that role and I'm okay with it. So that's the style that I've taken up where I'll throw out a crazy goal and I'll go attack it, fail, readjust. This is accentuating circumstances because we had a pandemic. So I got thrown off for two weeks. I kind of gave myself an out because I hit a low point and I said, I'm done with it, blah, blah, blah. And then my, you know, I snapped back into it because I'm kind of relentless in that form. I think that's a factor of in real estate, you work on something so hard for two years, a year, six months, three months, and then the deal ends and you follow up with the people, but it's a different push. So I don't know if that's coming to my, my mindset and how I structure things. You have a very, scheduled consistent outlook because i think you're able to do that too you know what i mean like does and i just want to ask you a quick question is getting all these crazy calls at all hours of the day kind of screwing you up like as far as Uh, trying to keep i mean you're probably on track but is it like does it make it harder you know and you're talking about in terms of my my business right like the calls that i receive business-wise so yeah, I mean, it, it throws me off, but like, I'm always on the clock, you know? So I, that's why I have a work phone because like I committed to, and once I commit to something, you already know how I am. Like I committed to that. So it's my obligation and I need to be answering the phone. Um, but yeah, they're pulling me in different, different um, lanes now. And of course it's, it's uncomfortable, but it's in a lane that I'm already established in and trying to, to elevate, you know? So And again, everything you said, it it makes a lot of sense now, because especially in real estate, like you do need to have all these little, you know, fundamental tools. Whereas for me, 
my fundamental tool base is applicable to every other thing in my life through my little daily habits that happen to be, you know, stupid to some people in terms of the gratitude in the morning, sending my wife a little text message, you know, hydrating, all this stuff, reading 10 pages a day, like you always laugh at me about, but it's, it's that all translates to my life, but it's, it's very interesting to see that your pillar is more business based, which I get, it's just not me. Mine is more of a mental piece first to then apply everywhere else. But I'm saying that mental piece is where I'm showing you. I had the mental piece, but it's primarily in business. Right. Do you get that? My focus is trying to have that same mental piece. Like you're, you're saying now you're trying to reincorporate, right? No, no, I'm not. I'm applying my mental I already have, but in the fitness world and adding that to my stack. Right. But whereas I feel that I am mentally the same in all three, not the best in all three by any means, but my mental approach to everything, my business, fitness, relationship is all the same mental. On a day to day, it staggers back and forth. That's That's exactly what I'm saying. You know? So it's that, that's, I'm adding it because I just put it all the way down so I could do this to get stuff started, right? And now I'm trying to do one of these where I'm bringing this down a little because I need to, as far as, I, I, I had a, a candid conversation with Dana and I was like, I can't keep up this pace. Like, this is crazy. I can't work seven days a week forever. Like, mm-hmm. I love what I do, but I gotta be smarter. I have to start focusing on Greenwich. You know, I love doing deals outside for family and friends, but that's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to take on new business that I don't know outside of Greenwich Stanford. So I'm trying to concentrate everything. And in my process of concentrating everything, I'm creating more time that I can apply to this energy of, you know, being a lifestyle, you know, have the right fitness to show that I have that mindset. I just haven't been able to add it and roll with it because of a time constraint, because like you said, I'm at such, I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but I'm at a high level where, not a high level, I'm at a, um, a systems point where no, I'm doing say, everything. No, say it. You're at a high level. So yeah, you might not be the best real estate in the world, you know, the best agent in the world, but you're at a very high level mentally when it comes there. It is what it is. And, and I think we also need to stop taking away from that piece because that's what we tend to do. But go ahead. Yeah. No, I was going to say part of the thing that I, I debate is like, maybe I wake up at five every day, maybe seven days a week to show right. you because I know you work weekends, but it's not, you know how many things I went to and the next day, you, you remember we went to a wedding. I was up at 5 a.m. Mm-hmm. the next day. It was to golf, but I worked the whole day after that because I committed well, to I, doing I it. I already know this stuff. Everybody yeah, but I'm just explaining. A lot of people don't know it because Everybody I've been playing the... Right. I've been playing the victim in this podcast and I just, yeah, one day was, you know, if you recall, like I, there was one episode specifically and you just said the L word before in terms of lifestyle. I didn't say that no snooze was a business. I didn't say that no snooze was a brand. I said it was a lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a brand too. Oh, of course it's a brand, but the biggest thing in my life is this lifestyle, right? So, so no snooze is applicable to everything in life, which is the goal. You know, people take it for like, oh yeah, it's a gym where I work out, cool. Like this is a mental game that is applicable to every component in your life. So if you're looking to level up and, you know, through our experiences, receive a a little strategy and you could pick off of something, that's what we're building our no snooze community off of. So that piece Mm -hmm. should be clear. 
Uh, but I, yeah. look, Mike, I'm telling you now, I, I see your side. I understand your side. There, there was never, ever a doubt on my end on who I was looking to, to do this, you know, this with. Um, that, that never happened. I, I definitely am, am defensive. I'm sensitive. I'll probably continue, continue to be that way. I'm emotional. I'm a little baby. I'm, I'm, I'm all that stuff. But that will never stop me in my pursuit and it will never, we'll get into another debate of that too, I'm sure. And we'll get into fights all the time, just like, you know, in any relationship, whether it's your work, your wife, your husband, whatever it is. But it's, it's having these types of conversations to come out better, right? Yeah, no, I, this is all growth. And my whole thing, and we talked about it in the previous episodes, I am a growth minded. I want to do a lot of things. It could be the ADD background. I see something. I'm passionate about it. I try to figure out how I can squeeze it into my lifestyle because yep. there are no rules. I have no rules. There's no, right. I create my own structure. I don't have to be anywhere, anytime. That is a whole mental thing that is so weird. Like I've never had days. Yeah. Like I don't know what day of the week is all the time. The only reason I know is I have a schedule and right. I got to get a certain amount of stuff done. And right. on a weekend when your wife's sitting home, and she's with the dog and they're sitting on the couch and they're cuddled up about to watch a movie and you yeah. got to go out in the rain and walk land. It's, it's not easy. And it, you, it, like you said, you make it look easy because you've just been doing it for so long. And then the debate becomes, is there a way to do that better so that you don't miss out on some of that downtime? Right. Relaxing is one of the hardest things for me to do. Yeah. I can't figure it out. I'm trying, you know what I mean? And that's, that like I, I'm beating a dead horse, but I think we both get very passionate because there's a lot of stuff we do behind closed doors and people see the finished product or just us goofing around and having right. fun with each other yeah. and not showing them these conversations. Like, Oh yeah, you, you went and sold the house, but they don't know that you've been working on the house for three years. It right. fell through four times. You know, you were there when it was 32 degrees and there was no electricity and you're standing for four hours and no one showed up to your open house. Right. You know, they don't see that stuff. So we, I think in this episode, turned a corner because we're being very transparent on that stuff. About the because, whole operation. Because we don't like talking about this stuff because we like just going to do it, right? right. I mean, now but, we're talking but, about it. But that's where we are. have to, you know, kind of, we, we are obligated now because we signed up for this and we have a yeah. following. We have to be yeah. able to articulate and meticulously show how we're doing these things. So these got more of these yeah. conversations are definitely necessary and maybe we don't have to add new things i yes you're you are right i'll say it i was wrong about that you don't have to add new things you just have to explain the mindset right. for me adding something gets me excited about showing the mindset because for me it wasn't there so i'm like how do i get going and fired up about something new because my motivation has changed in that realm right. and i'm trying to add it so i had to create this whole narrative in my head to work towards in addition to all the other things like we talked about. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a fun process. And I think the thing we struggle with is when you have so many things you're working on hard and you have this mindset and you, you have to not turn it off, but also be a husband and a good family member. It's, it's a weird, like you don't want to put your foot off the gas. So when someone approaches you for some emotional stuff, you kind of like coast through it. Right. Right. Do you feel like that? I feel like I do that sometimes, right? And, and that, just treat it like a deal. Gonna, that right there is going to be a, a next topic for us is all the different hats that we wear um, on a daily basis and how you're, you're navigating through turning this on, turning this off. Uh, but, but Mike, so this, this conversation was probably, this might be my favorite episode. 
Um, it, it is, I think it's going to be the one that resonates most. And this is the other thing I, I do. I make all these predictions because when <laughs> one hits, I'll be like, see, I told you. Right? I told you. I knew it. Uh, but being conscious of, of people's time, we're on Zoom. We're going to forego Questies and we're going to forego the Would You Rather. We're going to jump right into Dave's Dime of the Week. Dimes, dimes, dimes. Let this one sink in now. If you truly want to be uncommon amongst uncommon people, it will require sustaining greatness for a long period of time. It requires staying in constant pursuit and putting out unending effort. David Goggins? My brother. I am going to do a, also a David, David Goggins quote for my Miguelitos mantras. Ito, Ito, Ito. They don't know me, son. David yes. Goggins. Right. They don't know me, son. I That's something I've been thinking about because a lot of our listeners don't know me. Mike, I've been saying this from, from day one, man. And you and I, we joke around about it um, in terms of us not, not knowing each other. We know one another. That's why we challenge yeah. each other so yeah. much. But yeah. now it's our obligation to be able to prove and show everything that we're now talking about. Phenomenal quote. What do you got for us in terms of heat on the feet? Heat on the feet. I have, this is a little change in the, uh, change in the routine here, but I got my golf socks. Fire. These are the green babies. Uh, that's something else. Mentally, sucking at a sport is one of the most demoralizing things you can do. And I am by far, I shouldn't say it out loud because we talked about, you know, on negative in the air. By far, one of the worst golf players in my whole crew right now. <laughs> well, so, I, I'm, are you? I can't. I've been from practicing, but for me, you know how mentally I'm getting ready to to increase that. And I don't mean to rant here. I, in my head, I'm like, if I'm a great golfer, I'm going to create more business. So you're right. Everything stems back to that piece because it's something I want to build that I think will create all this other freedom in all the other areas. Right. You're helping me figure it out. Well, no. And my, we're doing that for I'm months. making a pledge right now. I'm going to rock this shirt every episode. I love it. And I, I, I told you that. I have three. I, I busted that out last, last week, but I'm going to start doing that on Mondays. It's going to be Mike's Mondays where you typically it's an uncomfortable. This is a good thing, right? Mentally. Mondays are like the worst days for people. It takes, takes you, you know, you got to get Monday to then get later in the week. So it sucks from the weekend, blah, blah, blah. Mondays are our best days. So Mike putting on this shirt of when he used to be a little large and in charge should be used as motivation, right? And we're not shaming. This is for me, just <laughs> I, it's motivation. That's all I'm saying. I'm not shaming anything. If you're at the end of the day, if you're happy, just in general, whoever you are, yep. roll with it. And I'm happy, but it's something that for me, I would like to make a run at it for health reasons, for brand reasons, for lifestyle reasons. So that's yep. my approach. Disclaimer. No, that's great. And uh, guys, we just want to let you know that uh, we, we appreciate all the support, all the feedback. Continue to, uh, to support us and what we're doing here. You can subscribe. You can rate us. You can go leave a, a review for us. That stuff really helps out. Uh, Mike, you got any last pieces? My last piece would be keep commenting. I, I love a little uh, junk talk. Yep. So, you know, talk a little junk if you want to me. I need the motivation. Uh, part of the reason I'm so fired up is all the followers. 
You know, you're realizing that you're on the stage now. Oh, you yeah. Gotta deliver. Oh, yeah. Right. We're yep. on the stage now. Yep. Over over 2000 now, uh, over 2100. Um, and it's happening pretty, pretty uh, quickly, man. And again, there's no there's no end for us. We, we don't care if we get uh, one new follower a day, if we get 100 or if we stay stagnant, because what we're still going to do is continue to bring value to everybody that's already following the journey. Uh, but that, that's all I got, brother. So um, until next time, stop snoozing. Get up and get after it. I'm there. That's another Effie in the Books. Go follow us on Instagram and Facebook at No Snooze Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel, No Snooze. Come on. Come on. If you want to inquire about potential sponsorship and or collaboration, reach out to us at nosnoozepodcast at gmail.com or message our Instagram page, which is at no snooze podcast.